Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Muriel. And welcome to Hella in, in Your 30s. 30s. This week, we try and eat our vegetables. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hella in Your 30s. This is a podcast for people of all ages, all about navigating this dystopian world that we live in. Welcome to our apartment. We are so excited to have you. Now, before we get started, we have a quick announcement. A longtime listener of ours hit us up and has started a Hella in Your 30s podcast subreddit. This is so exciting for us. So if you're a Redditor yes. and you want to like, I don't know, Reddit with us, mm-hmm. go ahead and uh, sign up. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> Post some stuff. It's all uh, ready for the poking. So. Yes, that's right. It's just a fan run <laughs> subreddit. Go hang out with each other. We'll probably post and get involved over there. I'm going to post tons of stuff. Okay. But so, I, no one's going to know who I am. Okay. I'm making a new Reddit account. <laughs> okay. So it's, uh, what is it? R slash hell in your 30s podcast, but 30s is spelled 30S. Okay. Now we have, in addition to that announcement, what? a request. Oh. Yes. Mira and I have been gifted tickets to Disneyland. We mentioned this on last week's episode. We're going on Friday, May 28th. And I know enough to know what I don't know. And I am aware that people have like game plans on how best to do Disneyland and what rides are the greatest and how to avoid the lines and what to do. Yeah, we're fully vaxxed and we're ready to do something with our lives. <laughs> yeah, right. So if your <laughs> advice is like, don't go until you're vaccinated, we, we're we good to go. We're going to do it. We're doing Disneyland. But if you feel like you are an expert or just have like a tip or two, we want to hear from you. So you can DM us on social media or you can email us, hellinyour30s at gmail.com. Did you say that it's our first time going? I think we said it last week. This is our first time going to Disneyland. I actually did go when I was, I think, 13. Oh, magical. Um, <laughs> I've never gone. And we're going with my brother who's never been to a theme park. Yeah. And I've never been to, I mean, the most themey park I ever went to was... Uh, the carnival you were raised in? <laughs> no. Nick, <laughs> the circus, Kitty Land okay. in Chicago, that crazy, like really weird, uh, like it's a theme park. We went there. Did we? Kitty Land has a train that goes through it. Uh, I've been there a bunch of times and listen, it's probably not like Disneyland, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the, that's the strongest frame of reference I have. Yeah. So we're really, my brother and I are these weird little children who never did anything childlike <laughs> that's not true you guys lived in the swamps <laughs> chasing frogs no but we're both kind of weird about like i don't know i would say that we did lots of magical children things yeah. but those things included like my parents throwing a tom waits themed pirate birthday party for my brother when he was seven like there's definitely like some it's another type of you know, like doing kids things. So we've never done anything like even stereotypically like, oh, the classic go to Disneyland. Right. So we're both nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. all so I'm saying. If you have any advice on how to help uh, to very, I don't know, I was going to say mentally trapped adults. No, we're not mentally trapped. We're like Boo Radleys. <laughs> I don't get that reference. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's it for housekeeping. So go find Hell in Your 30s podcast on Reddit and let's, you know, I don't know, talk about what it's like to be in a life together yeah. um, right. <laughs> and help us figure out Disneyland. All right. Now on to the episode. Muriel, hit the people with what you got. Okay. So this podcast <laughs> fundamentally. Scream. <laughs> 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 this podcast fundamentally. Yeah. Has a history mm-hmm. of this sort of core fundamental piece of being a human being, which is thinking that you're not doing the right thing, <laughs> yeah. doing something really drastic, and then not incorporating it into your life. <laughs> now, what we're going to talk about today 
yeah. are boxes of vegetables. <laughs> now, if you are a longtime listener, you will remember we have done some episodes about this. Yes. So we went on a kick for a while where we got imperfect produce delivered, yeah. which is supposedly a box of produce that is not pretty enough to be on shelves, yeah. but is fresh and healthy and good. Right. And it eventually evolved into garbage that <laughs> yeah. they obviously was old. Yeah, and just couldn't sell at the grocery store. Right, because it not because oh, their pictures are like, "Oh, this little carrot's so cute because it has two little tails." Yeah, right. And like this bell pepper is too small. It was yeah, like right. here is 4 pounds of half rotten oranges. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Right, or like just wilted romaine lettuce in the bag when you get like 3 of them or right, whatever. Right, it's like past its expiration date. Right. So that evolved in its own way. We evolved away from it. But at the time, we enjoyed it because we were eating more vegetables. Right. And if you're a fan of the pod, you know we've tried to go vegan for a little while to see <laughs> yeah. what that was like. We've definitely tried to cut out meat. We've done other vegetable shopping episodes. <laughs> yeah, right. So we're like, it's in the ether. Yes. Like all of us, Americans, and maybe beyond, that we have a hard time incorporating vegetables into our diet well and they're expensive and they're hard to get and you go to the store and it's the same stuff over and over again and i gotta say like most things if yeah. you don't cook them right they're gross right you know yeah and it's like you know it's really rough to eat, like to choke down overcooked broccoli or something like yeah. that that's like sulfuric smushy yeah devil's devil's, devil's poop yeah it's like there are <laughs> yeah. lots of vegetables that are just not that good or if you just get sick of salads you right. know and you think yeah. i just don't i just don't want to eat a stupid salad it's cold outside another bag of mixed spring greens right or whatever. and it's hard to think like is this actually that good for me like my intake is just like lettuce yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. and how do you branch out and what do you replace that you're already eating blah 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 so uh, drum roll. <laughs> this week, we are going to try two CSA boxes. Yes. Which what does CSA stand for? Do you know? Company Surround Stop. Academy. Uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> comic Book Association no! of America. <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> it's Community Supported Agriculture. Okay. And what it is, is you pay a farm some money, and then they just give you what they got. That's the idea behind it, right? Right, and there's yeah. lots of cut. Like, I looked at maybe 15 in the mm -hmm. L.A. area. I think they're all over the country, so yeah. you don't have to be in L.A. to do this. But yeah. it's essentially like you pay a farm, and then they give you whatever's in season in a box. Right. A lot of them, you can't choose what they give you. They yeah. just give you what they give you. Yeah. Some of them are customizable, so mm -hmm. you can pick, you know, the type of food you eat. So... Fundamentally, yeah. off the bat, we're talking about something that eliminates your ability to choose. Right. Right. And for Americans and food, I feel like that's like we want 50 brands of toothpaste. And, we want a thousand right. kinds of That's what of cereal, we want. Right? And it's the thing that stifles us, stifles us at every turn in life. Right. So this is a great exercise to just start this whole thing off. And we'll yeah. talk about this in depth and all of these kinds of things, but it's just to remember <sighs> the drawback is that you can't pick. Yeah. And if you hate 50% of types of vegetables, <laughs> yeah. this may not be the way to do it for you. Right. But the cool thing is, is that if you have a box of them and you have to use them, you end up eating more vegetables. Well, I guess we'll see if that actually ends up happening. <laughs> we're gonna That's see. the theory. That's and we've tried this before, but we're trying yeah, it again and I'm, we want to make it work. I will say this. I'm super optimistic about these, about trying this. I want it to work. I'm rooting for it. I would love to get uh, vegetables, it, plentiful, delicious vegetables. From what I can tell, based on what we've looked at online, it seems like a good value. Okay, so... Do you want to talk about like each of the boxes? Okay, so the first that? one we're doing is a $25 box from a farm called County Line. All right, this is it's an organic farm that usually before the pandemic just supplied like heirloom and organic produce to chefs right. at like fancy restaurants. Right, but now with the pandemic, and this is something to remember in yeah. your neighborhoods, a lot of restaurant suppliers are still struggling and a lot of them 
as they were struggling, developed a whole new way of selling their product. Yeah. So these CSA boxes could be really good in your neighborhood. Like Right. And also, let's be also very upfront about our privilege with this because there's tons of like what do they call them like uh deserts vegetable deserts in this country like it's hard to get vegetables for tons of people in america right if you live in a city but i don't know i mean like if you drive out to the california is different it's like a big agricultural state i think so like if you drive out into the country there's fruit stands and farms selling directly and stuff you may not live next to that, but if you're in a city where there are restaurants, there might yeah. be, if you Google it, a supplier right. that right. is has pivoted to doing CSA boxes, right. and you might be surprised. Right. Yeah. So this pickup is actually right in our neighborhood. So that's really cool. It's actually exactly in the direction of the grocery store we go to a lot, but just closer. Right. So $25 and they say it's enough vegetables for two people for a week. All right. Great. Which is a good price. If you think about it. Yeah. Cause last time we did like our big, like affordable veggie shopping episode, we were trying to spend 20 bucks and what we were getting did not seem like anywhere near the quantity of what this website makes it seem like it's going to be. Okay, great. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. okay. So then our second thing we're doing is a $50 delivery box. Mm-hmm. So that is from Soa Heart and Alaya Farms. So they've like collaborated on this and they're also organic and also usually supplied as chefs, but they're also biodynamic, what they call regenerative agriculture. So it's good for the climate. If you don't know what biodynamic is, uh, typically it's like when animals and plants live in the same environment. So your animals are eating and pooping around where your plants are and you're rotating crops in this way that like basically means that you're not depleting the soil really terribly. Right. Um, and it basically means the grosser, more natural version of, of how organic. that should be. Yeah. And therefore healthier. Yeah. yeah. It's great. I mean, it's like, it's crunchier. It's, you know, whatever. Biodynamic wine is good. I don't know. But <laughs> right. that's their version of this. And yeah. both of these types of farms, I will add, uh-huh. are more expensive than we can afford from a grocery store right here. So, like, yeah. there's a couple fancy grocery stores that only sell organic and biodynamically right. farmed food. Yeah. And those are places, like, consistently we can't really shop no, at. No, hell no. You go, you, I mean, you'd spend $200 if you actually tried to go really shopping there. Right. They're yeah. very expensive. So, this is a... And the other thing about this mm-hmm. is that... When you go to like the fancy grocery store to get the good vegetables, then you tend to be like, I don't want to go to another store to get like my staples, like my yeah, pasta right. and butter and whatever. Right, right, right. So you end up then paying premium prices for like staples that you don't necessarily, for me personally, I don't yeah. need them to be organic. Yeah. You know, I like the, I, I think organic vegetables, like for me, they typically tend to be more well tended mm-hmm. and a little fresher yeah. and more in season. So right. I, do, I do think that they, if you look at organic stuff next to non-organic stuff in a grocery store, they're very different looking Yes, and that makes me want to buy the organic one. Yes. But I don't have the same thing when it comes to like rice or something. Yeah, Maybe that's yeah. dumb. I'm sure it is, but I just like, you know, for me, I'm like, the processed food, I can just buy right crap food. I don't care. Yeah, hell yeah. It's like, yeah, I would like that organic baby broccolini. And with that, I would like to eat a bag of Lay's potato chips. It's like, <laughs> I'm not, we're not saying we're saints. We eat processed no, garbage. No. But when it comes to vegetables, there's a big difference between you the most it. delicious gem lettuce and a bag of... Wilted you know, romaine lettuce. Yeah, or yeah. even like arugula that's like in those boxes, those little like plastic cube things you know what I mean it's like yeah there's a huge difference and the other thing about these boxes that I love yeah in general is that they're a little better for the environment mm-hmm. the farms are local you right. know they're within a pretty close driving range so you're not talking about shipping things from you know South America yeah, or different right. parts of the country right. you're talking about only eating things that are much closer like grown much closer to your right. house and there's just way less plastic. You know, yeah. I don't have a problem with the arugula. I know you hate arugula in a box, but you've always you've always hated <laughs> that. I, it's a strong dislike that I don't understand. <laughs> but I think that there is just way less plastic involved. Yeah. So when you get these boxes, not only are they traveling a shorter distance, yeah. these farms are not that 
wealthy. So they also don't have refrigerated trucks, you Mm -hmm. know? So you're kind of like, you get them and maybe you have to like refresh your lettuce, you know, or throw, you know, throw it in the fridge or throw some, throw your greens in a glass of water because they've been traveling from the farm to where you're going. Yeah. But they're generally guaranteed to be picked within a couple days. So they're fresh, even though they spent a while in a hot car. Right. It is important to say that both all of this, the website said like, oh, between one and two days. We're just assuming that means it'll show up and look good. Right. But uh, but we're hoping that I'm optimistic and think that they will. I think they will. I mean, yeah. typically what we'll see is like, you know, when we've ordered this stuff before, it's not going to look like it looks like in the grocery store, yeah. but it, it does taste great. And it does freshen up as soon as it gets refrigerated. Um, but my point is, is that they're, they have a less of a strong impact on the environment, which yeah. I like, I kind of get depressed if I go to the grocery store and especially with COVID, yeah. I just have to, bag everything in plastic and i think that there are ways in which you can get you know vegetable mesh vegetable bags online and and use those in the grocery store but i haven't and i'm just gonna say practically like i don't and i i I used to just throw the stuff on the grocery belt and not put it in bags especially things like lemons and onions and potatoes and stuff but now because of covid and all this stuff I just tend to bag everything in plastic. And then when I come home, I've got so much plastic and we reuse those bags, but it still sucks. Right. We're just reusing them for other garbage. Right. Exactly. (laughs) It's still just garbage. I don't even know if our grocery stores will let us bring, um, reusable bags back. Oh, they don't anymore. They definitely weren't. And I don't know. I haven't seen anyone with it. They don't even have paper bags anymore. Yeah. It's all plastic. Yeah. So, you know, that's a good thing. The environmental impact is great. And these farms are organic and you know, one of them is biodynamic yeah. and they're traveling. Um, that's the biggest thing I think yeah. is they're just traveling way less of a distance to get to you. Right. So I, I like all of that stuff. I like it too. I mean, and it's just one of those things where it's like, we're not perfect in any way. In some ways, like I am like wasteful and harm the environment and do my fair share of ruining this beautiful gift that the Lord's gave us. But <laughs> I like to be nice every now and again and do my fair share to, you know, be a little more ethical. So I'm definitely, definitely excited about it for that reason. Yeah. And cutting down on meat. That's the other big thing. Yes. That's the, that's the bigger major thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I think also my feeling is like, I'm bored of cooking right now. I feel a little burnt out. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time that's because I'm cooking to a like set of meals yeah you know so i'm thinking okay i'm gonna get this this and this for tacos and we'll have tacos and taco salads for two days and then you know on sunday we'll have pasta and you know like you're just kind of going through your mind and buying to the meals that you're planning and i just lose uh like creativity in that it's like i'm kind of burnt out i just want to get what i know will last and throw it in the cart and it's just more like meal based yeah and this type of thing i like because it makes me cook things that i normally wouldn't just to use food so it's like food based right and i just typically end up using less meat because you know you've got some big ass box of vegetables <laughs> yeah, you right. have to use or they're right. going to go bad. Right. So you have to figure out how to cook them. And I think that it, a lot of the time it helps me change my eating patterns. So yeah. like I'm eating less dairy, I'm eating less meat. I'm kind of eating obviously way more vegetables. So I'm looking forward to that piece of it. So if you listen to a recent past episode, I've been cooking a ton of our meals for us as of late. And that is getting old. I I mean, I'm happy to, I don't know. I was going to say I'm happy to keep cooking. I hate cooking. I don't <laughs> mind doing it in the context of our partnership and helping, you know, distribute the workload or whatever. It's so dark, man. It's just the worst. I just hate it. And I, and it's just like, I also don't seem to be getting better at it. Like Last I'm night. not, <laughs> I'm not, you know, uh, refining my recipes in a way. I'm just like, Oh, I know what this is. And I just like go through the steps and they just seem to be getting worse to me. Yeah. I, I mean, know. they're not getting worse. You're fine. But I think that your spirit is not very it's, willing to be doing this. It's taking a nosedive. Hard. Yeah. Last night, Nick undercooked a frozen pizza. <laughs> And we were eating it and I was like, I'm not saying shit about this. And then we were sitting there and he was like, uh, 
this is undercooked, isn't it? And I was like, well, now that you say it, <laughs> let's just put it back in the oven. <laughs> and you were so upset. I was like, it's going to take five minutes. I know, no, I, I, I hate it. So as far as I uh, can see, switching things up and doing this at the very least will be neutral, but there could be, you know, I, there could be a big benefit. It could help my spirits in that realm also. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Lord knows I am not a cook. I'm just like fully, fully, fully not a chef, not a cook. Well, you'll, yeah. I mean, I just don't think you like it and that's okay. Yes. But I think it's more attitude than capability <laughs> to be honest. But you need the attitude for the, those things are connected. Yeah. Well, you can control your attitude a lot easier than you can like magically become a good chef. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, great. Well, then I'd like to see you try that for once. What are you talking about? <laughs> control your attitude. <laughs> Speaking of controlling attitudes, it's time for you to go pick up the box and me to stop talking to you. Harvest certified organic, twenty-five dollars a box. Yeah, it's it's hefty. It's pretty big. All right, ready? Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be good. My uh, expectations are high. I, I have love really high that. hopes for this. <laughs> Ooh, we are ripping boxes open. Very sexy. Damn, that looks Whoa. good. Whoa. Okay, so we've got a big bunch of dill. Really fresh, huh? Oh, it smells great. We've got a big bunch of fennel. Delicious. We've got a bunch of arugula. Ooh, a little organic-y bell pepper. Not as pretty as the GMO ones or whatever those are called, but that looks good, though. Full of flavor. Yeah. This looks like organic spinach. Very legitimate. Oh, these are great. These are um, finger radishes. Delicious. These are really good. Those look perfect, too. Yeah. Wow. We've got a big bunch of Tuscan kale. That's better than you what you would find at the store. Yeah. We got a big bunch of carrots. We have uh, turnips. turnips. Yep, bomb. We have spring onions. We have green beans. We have one massive beet. And then three little gem lettuces. Oh my God. I feel like this is pretty good. For 25 bucks, this is really good. This would be, yeah, I mean, this is, this is great. Oh my God, I'm, this actually sort of lives up to the photo on the website. Yeah. Dang. Okay, all right, okay, <laughs> all right, I see you, county line whatever. Yeah, now we're going to have to figure out what to do with a pound of dill. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know, well, what you get in convenience you pay for, and now your brain must be cons consumed with creative uh, dill use possibilities. Oh, dill use. <laughs> I love your sense of language. Well, it's been four days, and boy, do we have thoughts. <laughs> and good ones. I loved that veggie box. Did you? I loved it. Oh. It was so good. I mean, I know we covered some of this when we opened it, but it was just big and heavy, the incredible quality. Yeah. I mean, really, like, that gem lettuce was, like, the best you could want. Uh, <laughs> You're so it was, enthusiastic. It was great. I've been loving this. Yeah. And we pretty much have just been eating it for four days yeah so to we didn't get super creative with this box yeah i think so we did two things we yeah. made salads we yeah. made a kale salad and a gem lettuce salad and yeah. then ate that yes and then we just roasted everything else on a sheet pan so yes. it was mostly roasting vegetables anyway yeah. we could have maybe made a soup but yeah um we just roasted a bunch of beets with fennel a bunch yeah. of carrots and celery and yeah parsnips yeah like anything that we could we cut up some radishes yeah but pretty much it was mostly the roasted veg and what i liked about this yeah is it wasn't very creative what we used with it yeah but basically we just started replacing meat with roasted vegetables on pasta and yeah. like with eggs and yeah. you know like all this kind of stuff so i feel like we ate more vegetarian just because we had this like prepped sort yeah. of hearty cut up thing you could just throw into stuff yeah um and i really like that 
Uh, I loved that. The pickup was actually so ridiculously easy. Picking up the box. It was yeah. It was just like in this alley behind this cafe, and the guy was just sitting there, and I didn't. He I just rolled down the window, and he handed it to me, and gave me a fist bump. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was super nice. It was like really so easy. The amount of effort it takes to have ordered that online and do that pickup was clearly a billion times easier and better and way cheaper than buying that many groceries from a grocery store you know parking going in seeing what's good figuring it out i mean it's way good value so much easier it was also way easier than ordering groceries from a, either for delivery or pickup from a grocery store yeah so the added level of convenience is crazy it's i consider it to be a huge value okay just for that alone i know i love how enthusiastic you are about this it's like my favorite thing well the reason i'm doing this is because i want an answer i want vegetables to be in my life and have them not be way too expensive and have it not ruin other aspects of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this was a smash success. Okay. Yeah. I like that. What was your favorite dish? Okay. My favorite dish uh -huh. was I made uh, just a pasta yeah. and then I just put some olive oil and some Parmesan cheese on it. And yeah. then just like a cup of these roasted, vegetables yeah. and toss it all together yeah and it was so good yeah i mean that's probably my favorite too i mean i can sit here and say like ooh, the dijon fucking dressing you made for that gem lettuce salad was delicious which it was but let's face it i don't like that as much as i like pasta um, well and i think what i liked about this box that's different from maybe other boxes i've tried is yeah. that it was ended up being more of a convenience food mm -hmm. and that's kind of what i'm looking for these yeah. days too is like if you prep a couple containers of salad greens yeah and meaning like wash them dry them cut them yeah. and get them so you only have to take a handful and put it in a bowl yeah if you do that for your food prep and then you just basically cube and roast all the rest of the vegetables for your yeah. food prep then adding them to different meals yeah. is so easy. Right. Like, so it was definitely work. Like I put in some time for sure processing this box and, but I, I, I liked it. You know, yeah. Like, it's easy. And it's like, there's no meat involved. So it's not like you're dealing with these like toxic, you know, meat blood diapers. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, like, also for me, there's not a recipe exactly. Yeah, so I'm right. not like constantly just like one tablespoon, <laughs> two teaspoons. Okay. I'm like, hate recipes suck okay i'm bad at, i can never remember what anyone is talking about i have to go back to the page and look a hundred times <laughs> <laughs> so just like cutting these so that the beets are roughly the same size as the carrots yeah that is also annoying but at least i like better. I know, that's me i'm just i'm like cut them so just cut them the same size <laughs> yeah well it makes sense i mean then they cook evenly right exactly know? i mean it's legitimate request that anyone with what are called knife skills can do. And I'm trying to make that happen for myself. So that was the effort I put in was uh, attempting knife skills, you know? Yeah. It's just having an even, even cut. Yeah. You were, you did a great job. I thought that worked really well. Yeah. I would absolutely order that again. And the thing I liked about it, yeah. I kind of knew this going in. Yeah. It's a bite sized box. You know, I think it's a great, like, when you start a new thing, yeah, I will say, yeah. remember this. If you start a new thing <laughs> and you're remotely like us, you're going to go big. And oh, when I you go you're big, yeah. you're going to like end up getting blasted in the face. Well, because like even with Imperfect Produce, you sign up for like a weekly subscription service. These people just was like one pickup. So not only is it not a huge quantity, I mean, I guess the next one we're going to get is supposedly twice as big, but it's a it's a big quantity, good value, but it's not some like absurd amount. And you're not now committing to picking up boxes of vegetables for the rest of your life. Right. They have two pickup times a week. Yeah. And, you know, you could pick up the next box whenever you run out of the first box. Right. So it's great. That would be my advice, at least so far in this yeah. process, to say... If you're new to the CSA thing, yeah. no matter how awesome you think you're being by getting the big box, sometimes it's a lot. And I would yeah. say the last time we did this, mm -hmm. 
we ended it with being trying to like make this a big deal thing you yeah, know right. we ended it with just being like oh my god i cannot process another 75 pound box of vegetables yeah and so getting this smaller one yeah. that is just for two people yeah supposedly for a week and processing that box was yeah. not this horrible chore it was yeah. a lot easier and it was the right amount of food to just incorporate into things you already do right as opposed to like revamp the whole way you cook right it's like you know i want more vegetables in my life so what i'm gonna do is be a thousand percent vegan every meal from now on right and that's what we always do we do we do that and then like you know i've been eating my greens and i can do that for about four days and i'm just gonna be real I want a Newman's own extra crispy frozen pizza. <laughs> Cooked correctly. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I would consider this one to be a huge success. And now I'm like, this next box better be good. Because if not, I'm going to be pissed. But that's okay. Because now we know that. I think that you're too hyped. I think even if it's bad, you're going to be really into it. Why would I be into a box of bad vegetables? When have be, I ever liked bad vegetables? You're not going to like, I don't mean that. I just mean that, that I think that you're really hyped. So I feel like you're going to be really into it no matter what. You're saying that, but if it's bad, I'm not going to be into it. If okay, it's bad, okay. I'm going to be pissed. I literally just said this thing better deliver because this first one set the standard really high. I know, I know, but I'm, I'm an exacting saying. person, Muriel. Okay. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm high maintenance. You got to come correct. <laughs> When you deal with me, okay? I don't trifle I know you're with safe. suckers, and I don't suffer, uh, what are they called, fools? I don't suffer fools <laughs> <laughs> acting like I'm just going to be into whatever. I'm saying you have a lot of attitude right now, but in my experience, I bet you you're going to be into it no matter what. Uh, well, if you guys hear that garbage truck in the background banging and acting crazy, then hopefully it drowned it out, whatever Muriel is just saying. There. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, I just think you're an optimist more than you think you are. Why is that bad? <laughs> I guess it's not. I'm just like, I'm a, I'm a hard fit. I'm a big, tough guy. <laughs> okay, shut up. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that's that. And now we're waiting for this delivery. Let's do it. I, I mean, let's do it. Yeah. Now we just wait for the delivery. <laughs> yeah. We're doing it right now. <laughs> time for the ad <laughs> so what you can do if you'd like to support this podcast is get on a computer and log on to www.patreon.com slash hella in your 30s and give us a few of your credit card dollars each month it's the only way that muriel and i are able to do this podcast so the, everyone who has si signed up thus far we thank you with all of our hearts and everyone who's on the fence about signing up. Trust us. We get it, you know, and maybe you don't need another monthly subscription all up in your bush as Muriel once so <laughs> poetically put. And maybe you just want to send us a little beer money. You can do that through Venmo at Helen, your thirties or PayPal Helen, your thirties at gmail.com. Or if you want exclusive episodes, find us on Patreon. That's right. You better find us on Patreon. And if you're confused and you don't know how to use Patreon, like, several of my parents <laughs> i will help you so just email us and we'll talk you through it okay okay thanks guys bye bye so this box is heavy well this, this is, box is 50 dollars. yes twice as much as the last one and definitely huge let's see it's from soa heart Dot com from uh, Ayala Farms, right. and they delivered it to our house. Oh my god! Okay, here we go. Whoa! I got you a treat. Pickles. Dang. I added these Those on. Those look good. <laughs> Whoa! Chef Molly's spicy pickles. Yeah. Those look. Delicious. I thought you needed a treat. I thought you needed. You know a I treat. love pickles. I know you do. Oh my god! I love pickles. This is making me love pickles even more than I already love them. Excited. Very excited. Okay. So what do we got? We have something wrapped in paper. So. <gasps> oh my oh. god! It's just like a whole giant thing full of herbs. Oh. So there's whoa. cilantro. Mint, there's uh, rosemary, there's dill, 
It smells incredible. Parsley, oregano, sage, bay leaves, thyme. Holy crap, that's a lot of herbs. This is crazy. And basil's in there too. Wow. Wow. This is, this is all, all of the herbs. This is all organic? Yeah. That's the entire... It would cost at least $40 to get that many herbs. Just This is like there. three pounds of herbs. Damn. <laughs> okay, so then we've got a box of clover. Whoa, like microgreen kind of thing? Yeah, like little microgreen clovers. We've got... Hella lettuce. One lettuce. Is that one good? It looks a little... Oh, no, it's good. Yeah. yeah, they're fine. They're kind of beat up, but they're okay. Two lettuce. Purple lettuce. Beautiful. Purple lettuce. We've got dandelion greens. Kale. Want to take a picture? Okay. Dandelion greens, kale. Box of strawberries. Oh, let me smell those strawberries. Oh, they smell good. This is insane. I think they just threw like a thousand. I mean, this is like enough food for like 40 people. Ah, cucumbers. We've got collard greens. greens. We've got spinach. We've got broccoli. We have leeks, beets, carrots. We've got. What are those? Some kind of green bean thing? Yeah. I think that's okra. This is insane. Cabbage, cauliflower. Did you say that already? Cabbage, cauliflower, carrots. Those little um, radishes. Fresh garlic. Whoa. Uh, Oranges, avocados, and lemons. And a big-ass cabbage. And broccolini. And broccolini. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) This is... Crazy good. I can't believe that. All right. And you know what I got to do right now? What? I got to taste one of these pickles. Okay, okay. I'm so curious. Oh, my God. Good crunch. And those are bomb. Oh, those are really good. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) I'm going to eat the hell out of these. Did you get a good treat? Thank you for my uh, surprise pickles. <laughs> it is the vegging. <laughs> There's so many vegetables. But- <laughs> We've been eating the hell out of vegetables and we still got a bunch left. Oh, man. I got to be straight up with everybody. Yeah. Okay. Two things happened with this box. Yeah. One, it was one of the best vegetable boxes I think I've ever seen. It's really good. It was incredible. It was incredible. The amount of herbs in this vegetable box were just awesome. Yeah. It was a huge value for the money. It was probably three times as much as the other box. Yeah. But we did not plan super well. And now we're like leaving this city for a little while. Yeah. And we still have... Uh, two avocados and a shit ton of collard greens (laughs) and cauliflower and half a cabbage. Yeah. And some kale. (laughs) And some kale. So we didn't quite finish. We're going to, I'm going to blanch a bunch of stuff tonight and freeze it. Mm -hmm. So that's the nice thing about these vegetable boxes is like you can process them down and then freeze them and pull them out later. For soups or whatever. Yeah. We make a lot of soup and stuff. Well, we made a lot of soup Uh, with this box. (laughs) So this was your dream, I think. It was great. It I was mean, all vegetables all the time. And it was so good. The quality <laughs> was through the roof great. Uh, you spend $50, and if you want to, that could just basically be your food for quite a while. Like, it's more... Outside of just buying a huge pile of, like, factory farm meat, you're not going to get that much food for $50 in any other circumstance. Or maybe you can get a barrel of rice kind of thing. Right. But it's just like so much. It's so much. So if you did want to do the extreme crazy thing, which, you know, I kind of still want to do. And my just like love. Only my eat love. vegetables for like three days a week. Right. And then just, I don't know, have a six pack and hang out with Brad Pitt at the end of those three days. Uh-huh. Um, you know, then you could do that for this. This is like an, this is a this is is an answer to that absurd fantasy dilemma that I've created for myself. Well, and I'm happy to accommodate. I think that 
this has been a this is a good experience to yeah. do one and the other back yeah. to back. Yeah. Because I ended up having to do a lot of cooking. But what was cool about it is I did a lot of stuff I normally wouldn't do. Yeah. And I did a lot of prepping. So like yeah. even though I had a couple of days where I really had to like figure out what to make. Yeah. At the end of that, I would have a meal that we, we could eat for a few days. So this is what we made. Yes. And I'm excited to talk about it. So I got a recipe for a, they call it like a Persian herb frittata. Uh-huh. Um, so it's four and a half cups of herbs. Right. Which we had. Which we had. It's all soft herbs. So not yeah. like rosemary or bay, uh-huh. but more like parsley and dill. Yeah. You know, like that, the softer ones. Yeah. So you have... Four and a half cups of softer herbs, five eggs, and then an onion and yeah. some garlic and yeah. salt and like turmeric. Yeah. But basically the frittata is more than 50% vegetable. And then you put a little baking powder in it. Yeah. And it sets in this perfect mm. herb cake. Uh, I have never had anything like this, but if you're growing vegetables right yeah. now or you want to try it, it's like so good. Right. And pretty easy to make. And absolutely lasted us for like three lunches i think like a dinner and two other lunches well it was also the perfect thing of like you were saying at the beginning of this oh i want to cook a little more creatively so i'll take what they give me and then come up with something from that right like if i went to the store and tried to buy as many herbs as i got in this box it would have been really expensive yeah but like the box gave us these herbs and then i'm like well how do i use all these and it was the best recipe and i would never have tried it i think it's probably worth it to say you actually found this recipe through that subreddit what should i cook right which you why don't you explain to the people what should i cook yeah, I love this subreddit. Basically, yeah. people just go on there and they say, oh, my God, I went to the grocery store and I was hungry and I bought, you know, glass noodles and, you know, I don't know, cilantro and tamarind. You know, what can I make with this? And yeah. then somebody will Pad thai. <laughs> give you like, yeah, exactly, yeah. like different suggestions for how to yeah. make something. So I just posted I have probably two pounds of soft herbs yeah what can i do with these before they go bad yeah and i got a ton of responses which is awesome it's a super active subreddit so if you ever like have a bunch of shit and you're like i don't know how to use this it's a great subreddit to use two of the suggestions were really great Mm -hmm. one of them was preserving the herbs you can actually puree the herb and add a little neutral oil Mm -hmm. and then you can just freeze that and it'll last in your freezer for a while so you know, the drawback is, is that the texture kind of changes, mm-hmm. but you get the same flavor mm-hmm. that's retained and you can add it to anything that a little oil wouldn't be weird, like sauces and soups and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and then the other thing was this frittata and it was awesome. It yeah. was so good. The recipe was great. And I made a huge batch of tatsiki. That's another thing that people said to use. Okay. You made a huge oh, batch you of did. tzatziki. Sorry, you it's did. okay. I will say though, I because you're saying you had you cooked a lot in this and you did, but I did too. Yeah. This box was a ton of work. Yeah, yeah. It was like it our was, little. It was like we had to raise this child and like get him through first grade. But you were so excited about it, like you hate cooking dinner and you are like really hate it. Yeah, and get super dark. Yeah, but with processing these vegetables, you were just like in it. You yeah, were so I, into yeah it. I super enjoyed it. I, I really liked it. Yeah, so. How was making the tatsiki? Well, it was great. I also just followed your recipe. But <laughs> <laughs> but it was delicious. It was so good. Yeah. It's just great. We put in just, I don't know, a cup of dill yeah. and a bunch of cucumbers yeah. and yogurt. And then, you know, obviously salt, pepper and a little lemon juice and yeah. stuff. And it comes out like the consistency of pudding almost. It's right. this awesome condiment. And we had this like dill frittata and this tatsiki and we had like some bread and yeah. a big salad. Right. Uh, and it was so good. It and was I was, it was one of like my favorite meals that I'd had in a really long time. Yeah. And it's something that we never eat. We I, never make those. No, things. I, I mean, I make tatsiki sometimes, but right. like I, like I had never even heard of something that's all just egg and greens and you can make the same thing with kale you could do yeah. it with all kinds any kind of green you can yeah. do that that would saute up nicely yeah um i just thought it was great and then i made a huge batch of soup 
with all like dandelion greens yeah. and turnips and like all of these kale and you know all these different kinds of greens and that, uh, I thought that was good. really good we still have some I mean we're gonna have to freeze some before we leave town <laughs> it's crazy your soup was crazy delicious we did another huge batch of roasted veggies and we just ate that with everything mixed like mixed it in with everything you just add like a handful in yeah and that was awesome I love it uh and then again just I guess this is just being super super bougie but heirloom gem lettuce it all it should be it's it's so different than any other kind of lettuce when it comes to salads and stuff it's just ridiculous how delicious it and is it's really expensive and it's hard to find like you yeah. can't find that at a regular grocery no, store these heirloom not. lettuces right. and it seems bougie and dumb but in these boxes they're cheap they're as cheap as iceberg lettuce right. you know in in terms of like volume yeah. and you get these types of lettuces that are like way better than other lettuce you could buy at the store yeah uh so this one in particular i mean both of them the quality of the vegetables was just way higher and they're picked and dropped off at your house within a few days yeah and they're all in season it's whatever the farm is producing right yeah. right now so they're all super flavorful so like the beets yeah. are like really sweet really earthy you know like yeah. everything actually tastes like something like I like radishes. Yeah. I think a lot of the time when you buy radishes year round at the store, they're kind of more about texture than flavor. They're yeah, kind of they watery. These are like spicy. Yeah. Like they're actually spicy. Yeah, like, like bitter notes to it. You yeah. You get a radish at a store and it's just like crunchy. Yeah. 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 And if you, and then if it was in your fridge, then it'd be like adding some cold crunch. Yeah. It's like jicama or something. But, yeah. it, but these were really, like all of them were really good and they were super concentrated flavor. That's what I felt about them. I, People don't like beets. I don't get it. I love beets. <laughs> well, I think it's easy for them to be gross. I used to hate beets. Mm-hmm. If you dice them up into smaller chunks yeah. and then you roast them so they're kind of caramelized on the outside and they have yeah. a little salt and olive oil, they're going to be so different than a boiled beet. You know? Oh, yeah. I would never eat them. Yeah. Who boils? People boil beets? Yeah. Because you can. It's just like boiling a potato. You can boil mm. beets and eat them. You know, or like you can eat them raw in a salad. We eat that sometimes. I like that, yeah. And those are great. Yeah. But you do have to kind of soak them in water for a little bit. You know, you don't yeah. have to, but yeah, yeah. there's different techniques you can make to make them crispier and yeah. less chewy. Yeah. You know, there's certain types of beets, like golden beets, I think. I like those better. They're a little mm. like milder. You know, I do think it's like this. Mm. If you have bread... And cheese, mm-hmm. and if you eat meat, you have like some kind of meat. It's kind of hard to really mess those up, in my opinion. <laughs> like if you just have some stuff lying around, like you can kind of mess up chicken, I guess. But like for the most part, oh, non- you can mess up chicken. I have, <laughs> I have, I am a good at messing up chicken. I mean, you can mess up anything, but I guess my point is, is like, you know, if you're trying to make a quesadilla. Right. Uh Or you're trying to, I don't know, throw some chicken in some pasta or, you know, do some simple stuff with like cheese and meat and bread and and rice and noodles and stuff. I think it's easier, even if it's not that great, to kind of still be salty and good and fatty. I think sometimes if you vegetables take a little more love. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's my opinion. And I think that if you mess them up, and they're just gross and mushy, I think they're repulsive. Where right. I wouldn't feel that about like, I don't know, a grilled cheese sandwich that wasn't completely melted in the middle. I'd be like, ah, fuck it. I'll just eat it, right? <laughs> no, you but, wouldn't. <laughs> you, I mean, you wouldn't. I, I would get your point. You made it for me. I was going to eat that raw-ass pizza you, you gave me. Don't bring that up. That's old shit at this point. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, you know, I, I would... I would, if somebody else just handed it to me, I'd be like, yeah, great, fine. I wouldn't, I would be, if it was mine and I was making it, I might be like, I'm going to put it in the oven for a little longer or something. Yeah. But for the most part, it's not going to be straight up gross. Yeah. But if you, I'm not going to, I would be sad to eat a boiled beet. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or like a really super mushy broccoli. That would make me sad. You know, I think steamed broccoli across the board is gross. Somebody, people like it, you know, like. But do they or do they just think it's the only way it can be cooked? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's. Roast your vegetables, people. 
That's what I'm saying. Cut them so they're in a decent shape that would actually be good to put in your mouth and then toss them in a little. You don't even have to use oil. We've been using that zero calorie cooking spray. You just spray that on with some salt and pepper and roast it and it comes out and it's like truly delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody has different tastes, but I do think it's easy to be like, oh, I don't like vegetables because you've had them a certain way. Yeah. And I guess maybe my point is, is that for the most part, like we all have pasta, like butter noodles the same way. We all have grilled cheese sandwiches the same way, right? Like typically speaking, it's like, you know, you're not going to hate all grilled cheese sandwiches because you, you know, your mom makes them super gross. I don't know. (laughs) It's just like, you're going to like, you're going to go to your friend's house. They'll make you one. But I can see that if you grew up being forced to eat vegetables that were cooked in a gross way that you'd be like, I just don't like vegetables. Yeah. Mushy ass green beans or whatever. Right. But it's, but I think that there's an alternative. Yes. And they take a little more love. Yeah. But they are really good. Uh, All right. So our $50 box was gigantic. (laughs) It's too much. (laughs) I will say it's, well, (laughs) yeah. I mean, it would take some getting used to, so you don't want to do it. You want to stick with the $25 pickup. Well, this is what I'd say. Mm-hmm. The $25 pickup didn't do much to change my life. Yeah. You know, it. I could incorporate it into things that I normally make. Yeah, it was definitely easy to pick up, cheaper than buying that many vegetables from the stores, and better quality than you'd get from the store. So it was right. an improvement in our life in that way. Yeah, and yeah. I ate more vegetables that week than I had in a while, yeah. and I ate a lot less meat. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. The second box, I think... I would do again, maybe having consistently eaten the first box for like a month or something like that to get into the rhythm of doing that. Yeah. But I do get a little stress from like having some vegetables that are left over that we can't finish. Yeah. We also gave away four avocados. Yeah. yeah, yeah, (laughs) There was a lot of stuff that we weren't quite able to finish. And like now we're going to have a freezer full of stuff that we need to get through. Yeah. Um, It's a lot. Yeah. And it's like, Part of me just feels like the point of buying a f- box of fresh vegetables is to eat more fresh vegetables. Yeah. So I'm not a huge fan of like processing them to freeze them. Yeah. You know, I would probably rather just get what I can eat in a reasonable time for them to stay fresh. Yeah. And then just order another one. Right. Then have that many to go through, I think. Yeah. I think it was maybe a little too big for me. What do you think? Uh, I think, I mean, you know, I guess I'm more inclined to go the extreme route right now and get another $50 box. When we get back from our trip and we're home and not like out the door, you know, I would like to try the $50 box again and see how it goes. Okay. That's what I would like to do. This is really stupid, but picking up the, the first box was actually less stressed than trying to coordinate with the delivery guy for this one. Our building sucks for deliveries and that's a really dumb thing, but I guess we're just splitting hairs at this point, so it's worth worth getting to the cuticle of it all or whatever the base of a follicle of a hair um, is, though. Okay. But, <laughs> but my point is, it's like the delivery was seemed more stressful than the pickup uh, for me, which is dumb, but that's true. So that's a case for the $25 box. I want to try the $50 box again. That's okay. I'll support you. And yeah. you know what was really great? What? Having you help me, and I'm going to say this. Yeah. You're way better at it now having cooked the majority of meals for the last few months. Yeah. You're way better at it now than you were, like, before you were doing that. I think there's something about the the mission of processing all of these delicious vegetables <laughs> that came from a farm that were, like, you know, affordable. That feels better than what I was doing, which was, like, well, let me try to get this tofu not gross with this sauce for this meal that fits into our calorie budget or whatever. Well, yes, I understand that. The other thing that I'm going to say that you've been fighting me about oh God, yeah. is that it's just a learned skill. Like you're not going to love cooking yeah. necessarily because it's stressful and that's fine. Yeah. But if you don't cook, you're not going to build that skill. And I think you have way more of a skill set now than you did mm-hmm. a few months ago. I really do. Like yeah. you weren't like, you were like, how do I make this tzatziki? And I gave you a recipe and one tip for squeezing the water out of the cucumber. Right. Right. 
which I'll, I'm going to share with the people because they don't, they did not have this in the best recipes. What you do is after you grade the cucumber, you get like a little cheesecloth or a tea rag or whatever they're called, and you and you ball it up and you squeeze the liquid out of the shredded cucumber. It helps, yeah, and it's like it's it's great consistency and it helps keep the water out of it. So if yeah. you eat it the next day, it's not so watery yeah, and right. mushy, right? Yeah. It keeps that pudding like consistency and keeps yeah. the water out, right? So like I. I just told you to do that. I didn't really tell you how, except for what, which tea towel to use. And then you did everything. And I think three months ago, you wouldn't have, you would have asked me like 10 times as many questions and you would have been like nervous about it and you made it and it was delicious and perfectly seasoned and you were great at it. And the same thing with all of these vegetables. Like I know you're just saying, Oh, I'm just processing vegetables, but you're doing a great job. You're, you're cooking at it at a great temperature. You didn't ask me about what temperature to do it at. You know, you're putting a, like the perfect amount of seasoning, the perfect amount of oil, you're roasting them for the perfect amount of time. They're coming out like the way that we like them, which is still firm with like a little caramelization on the outside. You know, you really having you in my corner, like, or us together as partners trying to process this thing, you really were great at it. And I think it's more than just, oh, I like the idea of a vegetable box better. Like you're much better in the kitchen than you were even just a few months ago. Ladies and gentlemen and friends beyond the binary, that was a textbook example of how you can help a spouse or partner in your life. Um, uh, Get more active in the kitchen. That was a very good. That was just like a, you should win the Nobel Peace Prize for hand holding, kicking and screaming person into contributing to the kitchen affairs of a household. Even lately, I've been like, like cooking more than I was before, and you've been cooking less because you hate it, and that's fine. Notice the tone in her, of her voice. Notice the choice of words listen i'm just saying that you've been kicking and screaming but what you've been doing that's awesome is if i'm working and you have the time you are cleaning up the kitchen and then you're prepping so you're cutting vegetables you're washing them and i'm not even asking you you're like well what can i do and i'm like you know it would be great if you could just um prep the vegetables for this part of the thing wash the lettuce and make a dressing and i'll finish everything else and you've been like amazing. You just do it. You didn't ask me any questions. You just do it. And then I come in to cook the dinner that you don't want to cook, but you've already helped me with like 50% of the work. So I'm like, you don't like cooking meat cause you feel uncomfortable with that. And that's fine, you know, or pasta and stuff like that. But like coming in for me and doing that is easy, but it's so easy cause you've already done like half of the work and you're not asking me any questions. You know what I mean? Like I can actually get that work done and you're not stressed. You know what I mean? So maybe you're stressed about cooking the whole meal, but now the prep is not stressful. And that was not something that was true before. <sighs> okay. <laughs> what? Why are you mad? Just, I don't understand. Something about the, I don't know. I mean, basically what you're saying is I'm a good little boy. I'm not saying good. that. I'm saying like you said you're a terrible cook and yeah. I'm saying you're not. And the fundamental part of this is like just the simple thing of like cutting the vegetables up. I know you've already said it. I get it. Okay. I don't know. You're being nice. And I guess you're, um, you know, you're being supportive and loving. And I don't know. I just think that I want to move on to the next. Why are you acting like this? I don't understand. I don't either. Okay. I'm just throwing a fit. That's it. I'm That's just, okay. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm done trying to figure this out. <laughs> um, so that's it. All right. Great. I love vegetable boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I told you you love them. All right, great. <laughs> I'm very excited. I feel now I feel dedicated to this new religion of, um, you know, all praise be to the CSA. Now we're going to finish this episode with a little surprise for you, Mary. What? This is not a listener voicemail. This was a listener message we got. Okay. This is from a very cool fan of the pod. 
uh, she hit us up on Instagram. This is at a vegan boy mom. Okay. Nice. And oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah, she's vegan. That's cool. <laughs> Veggies, shout out. Okay. So this was after our 420 episode. Okay. Okay. That was pretty recent. Yes. Remember when we talked about juggalos? Yes. Okay. Oh my God. So this is the message we got. I can't wait. She goes, you guys, I'm really excited. This is my time to shine. Love hearing you guys talk about Juggalos, LOL. I'm here to admit that I have a Hatchet Man tattoo. It was my first tattoo ever, and at the time, I thought it was like such a big deal. Big LOL. Because I was <laughs> hardcore. Whoa! The Hatchet Man is ICP's record label logo. Ooh, insane clown posse. Yes. So if no one knows what we're talking about, during our 420 episode, we talked about the Juggalos, which is like the fan base it's kind of like a subculture of a rock rap hardcore group called Insane Clown Posse that's sort of most famously known for very aggressive music and full face paint and kind of like insane clown costumes. Right, right, okay. right, right. So we were talking about 420 and like who does that. And then I was saying, I think that's Insane Clown Posse, but also I could have been making Yeah, that's that. It, was, it really has nothing to do with 420. <laughs> Muriel was just. Just saying. Things. In my mind, that it does. Okay, anyway, go ahead. Okay, she says, I'm a reformed juglet, I suppose. What? I still like old ICP, but I definitely don't follow them anymore or claim to be a juggalo slash et currently. But I have this tat, so it's like my one thing that tarnishes my reputation on site. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, and we were talking about how juggalos are known for being kind of nice. Yeah. So she says, anyway, unfortunately, all juggalos are not friendly. It's oh. been some time since I've looked into it, but last I knew, juggalos were listed as a gang on the FBI watch list. What? Which I've heard. Okay, I'm sorry that I told... I, I feel like I might have led some people into... <laughs> bad situations by saying that they're all friendly um okay if anyone is a juggalo based on the fact that muriel admitted to not knowing anything about them but then said i think they're nice then that would be hilarious uh i'm sure you did not influence anyone well just be careful yeah okay uh they but she said uh she says they're stupid definitely not all friendly also definitely not even a gang You also don't have to smoke pot to be a juggalo, but I will say that I have never met one that hasn't been a big stoner. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. So I think you were right on that. Then I asked her if she had any funny memories or things that maybe people wouldn't know about juggalos okay. that would surprise them. She Can't says, wait. ICP, and I asked her, I asked her if she has ever been to any events, that kind of thing. She says, ICP has only come to my hometown twice. I got to see them the second time. I was 15. The concert was sick. Best of my life. A lot of crazy shit happened there, but I feel like that's concert typical. Lots of boobs, fights, drugs. People were bumping nasties. Jugglers are down for anything. What? ICP shoots soda speci- specifically fago that brand at the crowd from hoses and confetti cannons i think this is disgusting now upon reflection <laughs> but at the time i loved it i remember walking home at midnight and my feet suctioning to the ground because i was so sticky from soda from head to toe <laughs> my mom was so pissed because i was nasty and she was convinced icp were cult leaders <laughs> The one friend I went with punched a girl in the face for a mannequin head that Violent J threw to the crowd. What? She still has the head today. That's not really funny, but the soda cannon thing is definitely different. The only other super memorable thing I've got touches on the FBI gang thing. I'm from Maine. Nothing happens here. Muriel once mentioned y'all might come to Portland. Don't do it. (laughs) In 2012, I took a day trip to Boston where things do happen, like at gang activity. Again, juggalos are not a gang. This is the most stupid thing. But lucky me with my stunner tat. Walking through public downtown area by Fainal Hall in Boston, I was stopped and frisked in front of a stupid amount of people for just walking through because I had a gang-affiliated tattoo. Oh, my God. FML, I was so embarrassed. I don't know where the gang shit lies now, but it's so dumb. A few people stabbed and killed some other people, all unrelated events, in the same year in, like, 09. Muriel's murders, LOL. (laughs) I'm doing that. I'm writing it down right now. Nah, she says uh, she says it's a joke. She's pretty sure nothing good will come of that. Uh, the common factor was that the people were juggalos. There is some stu- stupidity in the world, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she says, 
just sorry, that's a lot and not really comical at all, but just random ICP things. Uh, and then I said, this is gold, thank you. Then she says, you all are so very welcome. Y'all should check out some old ICP hits. <laughs> You'll be mortified, but some lyrics provide some good laughs. Oh my God! <laughs> thank you so much. Yes. That, I didn't know any of that. <laughs> but I think, uh, I think one time, yeah. I saw some news segment. Yeah. Uh, I think it was right after they were considered gangs. Yeah. And it was a bunch of juggalettes and uh-huh. juggalos at a concert. And they're like, it's so ridiculous. What they don't know is we're really positive community. Yeah, right. And now I'm realizing all of that was insane. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what I was basing my whole idea off of. But that's awesome. Yes. Ah, uh, the hatchet man tattoo. Oh my God. That's <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like if I think if anything is the yeah. spirit of this podcast, yeah. it's that journey. Yes. It's that journey. It's the joy of it. It's the humiliation of it. <laughs> it's the tattoo that you have to live with, but you, <laughs> but it's like a part of you, you yeah, know, like right. I, I think that that if we had some kind of spirit animal, it would be that story. Yes. Yeah. Solid. <sighs> really solid. I have a lot of joy from that. I hope I got a lot, as much joy from that as you got from those pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank you for listening. Got a shout out a vegan boy mom, a.k.a. Alicia B. for that incredible message. If you guys want to hit us up, our DMs are open on social media. Plus, you can leave us a voicemail. All that information is in the show notes of this very episode you're Educate listening to. Educate us for things that we do not know but talk about. We love getting those. <laughs> Thank you to Ryan and Ryan at Campfire for all your amazing producing magic. Thank you to Joey, who does the theme song and music for these episodes. And thank you to you for listening and and spending some time with us today. We had a lot of opinions. Uh, If you're still listening and you still haven't done it, send me... Uh, your favorite songs that you're listening to right now. This playlist is coming together. I feel like I've mentioned it multiple episodes in a row and I just want to make sure it's really, I don't know. I put a lot, I just love this thing. I put thought into it and also not too much pressure. So there's time, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's time, You're listening to the end of the episode. You got, you got things you can, you got Twitter fingers or whatever, you know? Time and sage. All right, let's (laughs) go now. Okay, we have to go now. Bye. (laughs) Oh, hello, you. What's up, hoes? I'm Mary Kay McBrayer. I'm Mary Amelia Byer. I'm Rachel Estridge. And we like scary movies. Let's be more specific. We like analyzing scary movies. Okay, but let's be a little bit more specific. We like making fun of scary movies. Let's be even more specific. We have to make fun of scary movies so that we can sleep at night. We host a horror comedy podcast called Everything Trying to Kill You that rips all your fave horror movies a new one. And bonus, we'll tell you jokes from the perspectives of... Feminist ethnic minorities. And queer women. Which might be something you haven't considered before. Sure looks like Hollywood hasn't. So check out Everything Trying to Kill You. New episodes every other Friday on Campfire Media. Campfire.